harness your strengths, develop a growth mindset, become more resilient, and succeed. This is the Commit Podcast with Ireland's leading performance coach, Enda McNulty. On this episode, Enda talks about a recent business trip to Japan and what we can learn from the East when it comes to mental training and attention to detail. We had an incredible experience in Japan last week with one of our global clients and we got an inspiration. We got an inspiration on a number of things. I suppose at a high level, I would say, from a customer service point of view, we were gobsmacked at the consistency and level of customer service. Let me give you an example. A 78-year-old gentleman making omelets in the morning and he made us six omelets. Every single omelet was the nicest omelet I ever tasted in my life. The way it was presented, his cure for making the omelet, his big beaming smile, he could speak really good English. On some of the mornings when he was cooking the omelet, he had three young apprentices watching him, 78 years of age. And yet, he served it as if it was the only omelet he ever served. Now, he must be doing this for many, many years. The quality of a service, the quality of the food, the quality of the experience, it was an inspiration. In front of me here, I have a picture of the old gentleman. And in the picture, you can actually see the attention, the detail, his customer care, his pride for his work. And when I was watching, I was thinking to myself, imagine that if companies around the world could get men like that or women like that to inspire their employees to have so much pride in the work. Imagine, 78 years of age. That's six years older than my father. And yet, he was so passionate, he was so humble, and his attention to detail was off the scale. That's one of the big things that inspired me about customer service. We'll actually put the photographs of our Japanese experience across the social media channels and it'll give you a snapshot into what that 78 year old was like and in the photograph you'll see that his workspace where he was cooking the omelets was immaculate the way everything was organized and structured was absolutely a master class on attention to detail it's genuinely built into their dna that the customer is king and you can see that everywhere we didn't get any exceptions to that coffee shops bars, restaurants, hotels, taxis, fruit shops, vegetable shops, leisure centers, schools. We literally got as much taste as we could of every single experience. The trains. On the trains, when we got onto the bullet trains, the lady bowed on her way into the carriage and she bowed on her way out, the lady who was serving the tea. The ticket collector on the trains bowed on his way into the carriage on the way in the door and bowed on his way out. And they served you almost as if they were gentlemen serving ladies and gentlemen. And they made sure it was a very pleasant experience for every single, I guess, customer every single time. I'm actually really fascinated and I wanna go and do much more research and study on why the customer service is so good, why they're so polite. They hand your credit card back to you with two hands. They receive your credit card with two hands. The lady, when I was buying something for my fiancé in the shop, I was buying, you know, some clothing for my fiancé, and what was interesting was, when she was giving me the clothing, first of all, the way she wrapped it up. It reminds me of being a brown Thomas on Christmas Eve, but the person parceling up your present takes so much care in it that they wrap it as if it was their own Christmas present. The attention to detail that girl provided in wrapping my fiancé's Uh, present was incredible but more importantly than that 
when she was giving me the present, she came out from behind the counter, handed me the present in two hands, and handed me my credit card in two hands, with a big beaming smile, and said in Japanese, thank you, and then said in English. Just a master class in customer service. Ten years ago, I started to study the East and what we can learn from Eastern culture, Eastern philosophy. And in ten years ago, I was at the World Athletics Championships in Osaka. And over there, I got a master class on what world class was watching the championships. But also, I got an insight into the Japanese culture. And at that stage, I remember vividly thinking to myself, I need to unlearn a lot of what I've learned in the last 20 years. I need to freshen up my thinking, I need to freshen up my approach. And it certainly opened my eyes and ears and brain up to what I didn't know. But this time, 10 years on from that experience, or 11 years on from that experience, I got even a bigger masterclass. We went into some karate sessions, and again, because when we think about sports psychology or mental training, people think, oh, and the McNulty has been really fortunate in the last 10 years to work with some of the best athletes and rugby teams and some of the best golfers and some of the best, uh, obviously, soccer uh, players, some of the best athletes. Well, in the last 10 years, yes, I've been very lucky. And yes, our company has been very lucky. But mental training is arguably three and a half, four thousand years old. Mental training began in the martial arts. If we think about the discipline, if we think about the mind control, if we think about the concentration control of an old samurai warrior, that's long before Conor McGregor. It's long before Muhammad Ali made affirmations or visualizations cool and sexy. It's long before the Williams sisters made, let's say, mental toughness training cool. So they were studying mental training thousands of years ago. Now we've made it a little bit cool and sexy in the Western world over the last 30 or 40 years because of the the Phil Jacksons or in Ireland, I guess, way back in the day would have been people like Desi Ryan with Queen's University and John Kramer, who, by the way, have the utmost respect for. Amazing men, amazing women that brought mental training, people like Felicity Heathcote who brought in Zen Uh, into working with the Irish Olympic athletes way back 25, 30 years ago. However, that was practiced, again, Felicity would say this, that was practiced in Japan thousands of years ago by people studying and training the martial arts. So when we watched that old master, we asked him how many years was he instructing? He said 35 years. We asked him how many days a week, seven days a week, how many hours a day, eight hours a day. That's the 10,000 R rule, 10x. And yet, when we watched them instructing the young girls, these were girls between age 6 and 10, I could not believe his command and control of the young girls. There was actually a young German guy who was in the, uh, the yoga master's studio. And he could talk English. And we were conversing with him. And he would converse with the yoga master and the young girls. And what the German guy said is, in Germany, when he comes back to train uh, and to coach karate in Germany, everybody says the Germans aren't as talented as the Japanese. He said they're all mistaken. It's nothing to do with talent. Of course, it has to do with discipline and dedication. Now, this is one ahead of a statement. When he's saying the Japanese are much more dedicated and disciplined than the Germans. Now, what does that mean for the Irish? 
And he said the difference between the German kids and the Japanese kids, the Japanese kids turn up seven days a week for 90 minutes to practice karate. And he says in Germany, the German kids turn up maybe once or twice a week and they say, I've got a cold or I've got a flu or the parents weren't able to make them. But he said when he watches the young Japanese kids, they turn up seven days a week at the same time with the right gear on, with the same mentality, with the same discipline, and they report back what they're practicing their own at home. So they give us a little master class of a girl who was 16 years of age, and the young girl had a black belt. With a little almost hint of embarrassment in her smile, she walked up towards us with the instruction from her master. And what I saw next was a young girl who knew about mind control. Rather than stepping straight into an exhibition, she took 90 seconds to prepare herself mentally. She got herself physically in the right position. She controlled her breathing. She closed her eyes, obviously visualizing. And then she gave five minutes of the most incredible. And we might even try and get this online. We have a little video of this. We might try and post it on our social media platforms. She spent five minutes of giving us an insight into what it means to master the mind her physical prowess absolutely incredible her power her poise her coordination now you might say and you're going a bit over the top she took the light out of my eyes phenomenal so why is our japanese experience relevant to our listener in terms of a customer service, we got a master class in customer service literally hundreds of times in 10 days. The second thing is attention to detail. I remember my uncle who's in business for 45 years of age. I can remember being a 15 year old child on my summer holidays, walking down towards a sweet factory and there was a little sweet on the, uh, on the pathway on the way down. I'll never forget what he said. He had experience in Japan and Hong Kong way back 25 years ago. And he said, business is all about attention to detail when he picked the suite up off the pathway. When I was in Japan this time in 2018, I get a flashback in my head from my uncle Peter reminding me about attention to detail. And the last thing is the mindset of a master. And that was the karate master. And the impact and the discipline and the dedication and the quality of the instruction he gave to those young 12 or 13 or 14 year old girls, a masterclass. So my call to action for our listeners are, start to study what they're doing in the East. Don't forget to subscribe to The Commit Podcast on MikeNultyPerformance.com, on Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts from. Harness your strengths, develop a growth mindset, become more resilient, and succeed.